0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence.
1: Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele.
0: Hello, Adele.
1: <laughs> and Roxy says hi, too.
0: <laughs> She's making little weird noises. She's cute. What's going on?
1: Eh, not much. We had a pretty lazy day off here. It's our Monday. It's Monday, but it's our Sunday
0: Yeah, we start our work week tomorrow, Tuesday.
1: Mm -hmm. So we have just had a relaxing day, and it's also raining in Vancouver, so we just, you know, did our things that we had to do, like walk the dog, help someone move, pick up dry cleaning, and then we just stayed in.
0: And my knee, like I have a, a bad knee, and it's been acting up all day, and I just realized that it was the... 30-year anniversary of the car accident that wrecked my knee, like, within the last couple days. So, yay, 30-year anniversary.
1: And our friend today said, oh, it's an anniversary pain. Yeah, that's why it's hurting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it could also be the weather. Yeah. Maybe you have, like, a, a sensitive knee to to weather and stuff. It's such. true.
0: I do. That's part of it.
1: So, either way, we are uh, settling in to record this week's episode, um... As you can tell, we didn't have the time to record an extra episode last week, so here we are with the continuation of our cruise, um, yeah, well, our, our cruise, and then the comparison between uh, cruise life and aviation, because we saw a lot of...
0: Similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And just in the overall lifestyle and the, the intrigue that goes around... Um, mm-hmm both uh, career options. So, Yeah,
0: and it's kind of neat. And I guess like on one hand, a cruise ship is just like a gigantic vessel, you know, whereas a plane, let's say an average plane can hold like two or 300 passengers. A cruise ship, the one we were on, could hold up to 3,500 passengers. So it's just like a vessel on a larger scale. And of course, it's in the water instead of in the air. So we're going to talk about a couple of the similarities that we found between you know, our life as a flight attendant and what it was like taking a cruise and some some things that we saw were like, Oh, yeah, that's kind of the same. But again, on a larger scale. Uh, so I think the first one that was probably most evident when we were when we were sailing was uh, the captain, you know, the captain is the guy in charge of the whole or lady, whoever it happens to be on that on your vessel. But uh, in our case, it was a, a gentleman who is the captain, he's in charge of the whole ship. And so he would make announcements every day. And he would always start his announcement off. You want to tell us?
1: Yeah, so he was, our captain was, uh, his name was Dino, and he was Italian, so he was always uh, saying, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain from the bridge.
0: And so we were kind of like, okay, obviously he's saying his announcement from the bridge, from the bridge, and then we compared it to, you know, on flights, it's the captain calling from the flight deck, uh, and... Actually, one of the the magician that we sh- we saw on board, who was uh, also, he did a little comedy as well. So he did a little parody of that, like, oh, I'm glad it's the captain from the bridge and not the captain from the bar.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like exactly those memes like that for aviation of, oh, this is the captain uh, speaking from the flight deck. Well, you know, did you ever call from the back galley? Mm-hmm. You know, of course you're in the flight deck. You know, the pilots <laughs> rarely leave the flight deck and they're not going to walk to another interphone to make an announcement they're clearly always making announcements from the flight deck exactly, exactly. but it, it's always said it's always you know <laughs> uh announced you know their position on the aircraft or the ship <laughs> which is really funny
0: yeah, yeah yeah so that was number one and then of course just like aviation the captain is sort of the he has the final say on everything on the ship just like on board an aircraft the captain has the final say of everything so it kind of goes from there. You'll have captain, first officer, and then different ranks as you go down.
1: Yeah, and um, the the crew and the overall manpower it takes to get one of those ships out is, of course, immense. Same thing for the aircraft. We talked about that in one of our episodes. You know, what does it take to make a plane fly? Um, you know, there's not just one person saying, okay, you know, good to go. Mm-hmm. No, there's, uh, for the ship there's obviously a lot of crew members on the ship. There's not just a crew of four people because yeah. it's a lot more big and on a larger scale. But you know, there's 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 chefs, there's the servers, there's the, you know,
0: groomers and like the the cleaning staff for the state rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like you said, all the restaurant personnel, the cooks to the servers, and we we got to do a little. Uh, We watched a show that was kind of like um, the head chef and the head of all of the serving staff. And they sort of had like a a comedy slash cooking show, uh, which we got to go and and watch. I think that was the second last day on board.
1: Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Made me want a Caesar salad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and yeah, they were talking. Each of them had uh, over 200 and around 250 staff members under each of them. So that just gives you a bit of scale of how much staff there is on board the ship
1: there's also entertainers uh jeremy keeps mentioning uh our magician uh entertainer that was on the ship nathan fan there was also um a show called encore with a lot of singing dancing uh they brought in yeah
0: they brought in a special soprano uh vocalist who was she was amazing
1: Mm-hmm. well the, the, it was just a very n- great production show yep. and there's this ship's orchestra um and then there's i mentioned the servers but then there's also you had also these people walking around in like official uniform i don't know like naval uniforms more like i guess they're mm-hmm. like more like the like ship's crew doing yeah those would be
0: those be ship's officers so uh, like i don't think we ever saw the captain in person but i definitely saw the first officer at some points just based on the uh uh, on the eplets they were wearing and then ship's crew right like purser they start at purser and then work their way down uh different officers yeah
1: i see those and then there's definitely maintenance crew Mm -hmm. um obviously for the ship but also like just general little maintenance we saw people painting the ship all the time. You see
0: at every port, you see they're painting a new section of the, of the ship. But it's even crazy. while we
1: were at sea, they were painting certain yeah. parts. Yeah. Um, then there was, for the entertainment part, there was the cruise director. Yes. So that was her name. Her name was Natalie. She was from Australia. And she was always present um, for pretty much any uh nightly performance and then there was these game shows she was there for the cooking show there was mm-hmm. also this um i don't know if it, it was probably daily the wake show they called it
0: yeah it, it was, was a, like
1: a more daily morning show type of production but it was like an actual production show that would be available on our tv um our tvs on our in our staterooms. rooms so we would watch that the the following day. Following, yeah. oh, we wouldn't watch all of them because, you know, it's it's not that interesting.
0: <laughs> it would give you like an interesting recap of what was happening the day before and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they would interview, you know, certain um, certain crew members, like one one guy, Tommy. He's another Italian crew member. He's he seems to be part of like the entertainment he, staff.
0: He, his uh, title was assistant cruise director. So he was part of that staff.
1: Yeah, so he he animated a few of the trivia shows, game mm-hmm. shows, things like that, and he you know was interviewed and talking about how after his contract, which is usually six months for for this type of contract, um, he was going to go back to Italy and propose to his uh, si- uh, his girlfriend of six years. Yeah, so that was fun. So yeah. that was cute. And then uh, when we saw him animate. Animate host, host different yeah. uh game shows or things like that later on in the week Um other people would mention that and reference yeah. it which was cool because then we'd be like oh we know because we saw it on the wake show Anyways, yeah. it was <laughs> it's a lot that goes into what happens on the cruise ship and it's just obviously it's a lo- much larger scale than an aircraft but yeah. it, everything is super similar when it comes to like there's a lot of things people don't know and there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people just have n- no idea about. Yeah. You know, people are on the plane and they just sit down and watch their movie and ha- enjoy their food pretty much on the pl- on the ship. They, you know, go to the bar, go to their restaurant, go on the pool deck and enjoy their vacation. But mm-hmm. all the while there's, you know, thousands of people working behind the scenes to make yeah. sure that everything is enjoyable for everyone you know yeah. and they have their safety yeah. protocols and they have their service protocols to make sure everything just goes smoothly yep. and as a passenger on the ship or the aircraft usually we don't really see anything go on everything is kind of you know in the galleys or behind closed doors so the passengers don't you know, see the the hustle and the the running around and all of that. It's just everything just looks smooth and yeah. effortless.
0: Um, it's amazing everything that goes into it, and and I I like like you said for the passenger, you want it to seem seamless. You, they don't want to see the hustle and bustle. They just want to enjoy their experience, right? Um. So as part of that, how did you find? Boarding of the cruise ship, like the embarking, because we were sort of talking about it and comparing it to, you know, you go to an airport, you go to the agent, you you know make sure you have your seat and everything, then you go check your bags, then you go through security, then you go to embark. How did you find that whole process when it came to the cruise ship?
1: I mean, it was very similar. I mean, we got to the port uh, the first day. um, We drove directly from the airport to the port, and you know. They took our bags. So we essentially sort of checked our bags into the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we checked in with an agent. And then they made sure that we had our information. We had, of course, our COVID tests, our passports, uh, that we were who we were, of course. Um, and then they gave us our um, medallions, medallion. yeah, uh, which was a way of paying for stuff on board and to identify us, you know, unlock us. Also our stateroom door, um, access certain areas on the ship, things like that. Um, so that we were given there. And then we had to go through uh, security, essentially, you know, yep. the the scanners and make sure we're not bringing anything uh, dangerous or not permitted on board. And, you know, that was like day one. But then every time we would go on and off the ship, we would go not off the ship, but coming back onto the ship, we would go through the scanners again. They would make sure we didn't, you know, pick up anything bad on on um, in, in in the, the ports, ports. Yeah. and that uh, if we're bringing things like alcohol, that we would check them in because we, you know, there's certain yeah. protocols for that.
0: Yeah, you're not uh, so you can't bring your own alcohol on board except for on the length of your trip. We could have one bottle of wine each which we did bring a bottle of wine from the last port, but then I don't think we, we didn't drink either of them, did we? No. So we just no. brought those home. Yeah. One is
1: in the fridge right now. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And then one of the, or on the last port, we also bought some tequila just to bring bring home. We have that back in Calgary now because we both enjoy a nice tequila.
1: Yeah. And of course, we're in Mexico, so why not uh, buy some tequila? And you, We were actually at a grocery store mm-hmm. in Puerto Vallarta and... The well, some some grocery store worker um was chatting with Jeremy and suggesting a good tequila that wasn't overpriced but was still very good mm-hmm. and not you know a touristy like tourist trap kind of thing. But we're also a regular grocery store, so yeah. it wasn't a duty free um, rip off or anything like that. So that was.
0: Well, yeah. So the grocery store alone. So we got the two bottles of wine, the nice bottle of tequila, and it's like reposado, which is like the middle ground when you're going with tequilas. And then we got a bunch of snacks and we got some stuff for a friend who is actually from Mexico. And she's like, oh, if you see this type of shampoo, I'd love I'd love it if you grab that. And so we grabbed a couple bottles of that. And all in all, all of that came out to like around 50 bucks Canadian. So it was a steal for us. We're like, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean I wanted to grab some hot sauces because we had gone to um well in Mazatlán our ta- our uh our lunch restaurant had a I think I mentioned a bunch of hot sauces on the table mm-hmm. so I wanted to find some of those because they were really good and you know it turns out that in Mexican grocery stores hot sauces or just things in general are really really inexpensive so we we got I you don't know two or three, Two or three. three. Yeah. And um, we also picked up Valentina, which I know we can get in Canada. But Valentina, like a regular bo- bottle, cost us 88 cents Canadian. In
0: so, Mexico. And it was the extra hot one, which is because yeah. we're kind of freaks like that.
1: The muy caliente, <laughs> which is what it says on the bottle. Um, yeah. So, I mean, of course, I was going to get it. And then like a couple of, a couple of just like the... Mexican typical hot sauces Mm -hmm. and then the tajin but hot sauce not the spice because we couldn't find that but the
0: a hot sauce with labeled the same way with that yeah Yeah.
1: so that was probably delicious we haven't tasted that yet I don't know if it's here in um, Calgary I think
0: we brought that one to Calgary
1: we'll have it there anyways but yeah so Mm -hmm. so uh, I just want to go back there and (laughs) get so many more hot sauces just because it's so cheap yeah it would almost be worth the, the plane ticket.
0: Yeah, really, just because the hot sauces were, yeah. Such a deal. Um, the next thing we wanted to talk about is uh, catering. So, again, comparing catering on an aircraft to catering on the cruise ship. Remember, catering on the aircraft, uh, let's say, let's talk about like um, a 777. You know, let's say you have 300 passengers. You're catering for those 300 passengers. Depending on the length of the flight, you'll have one, maybe two full meals And then you might even have a mid snack. So you're catering, you know, maybe 600 meals plus a snack. Now on a cruise ship, you could be gone for several days before you get to a catering station. And like our ship, you could have had 3,500 people, three meals a day, plus snacks, plus, 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 plus. And I don't know if it's true, but I heard basically if anything happens on a cruise ship, they have to have reserves to be able to feed the whole ship for an extra seven days. So you can just think of what catering entails when they're bringing things on. And I sat and watched for a little bit. Uh, this is after we arrived when we were getting our COVID tests and we had to wait for a while. So I was watching the ship as it was getting like recatered to go back out that uh, that afternoon. And they actually have like, like cranes bringing like skids full of food and just skid after skid after skid completely full into like the lower part of the ship. Just food, 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 food. It's like there is so much food that goes into that. It's insane.
1: Yeah. And and, well, on the ship, everything is all you can eat for every passenger. And our ship, as we mentioned, was maybe a third full of passengers. So and there was always food available always 24/7 drinks wherever we went mm-hmm. we could eat if we wanted to sit down for 24 hours and eat pizza well we could do that because yeah. that's just you know the availability of what it was and like kind of the package yeah so um
0: and that's a little bit of the difference between a plane so on board an aircraft we just have ovens to basically reheat food we don't we don't have we don't have, like, stovetops to, like, co- actually, like, cook things and prepare them like that. He- on a ship, they've got all the proper kitchens with all the proper tools, and they make things fresh for you. Like, you order a steak medium rare, you're getting a steak medium rare. Lobster tail, beef wellington, we had it all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, that is uncomparable. The aircraft is a baby compared to a cruise ship yeah. in size, but... um. Another thing that uh, can be mentioned, though, is that we definitely noticed the allure and mystery around the lifestyle of working in the aviation industry and working on a cruise ship because it's definitely different because on a cruise ship, their contracts seem to be between six months and a year. So you're definitely gone for a very long time. We complain when we're gone for seven days. Yeah, but it's a different lifestyle. Like nobody understands why would you ever want to be gone for six months. You know why would you ever do that? And a lot of these people just on our ship were from everywhere around the world. You know, our Australian cruise director, the Italian captain, and the Italian assistant cruise director. Then I think there was a couple South Africans and lots. Uh, I'm sure a lot of different places around there. Oh, like the, um, the, not the chef guy, but the other guy. Well, the chef guy was what from the Philippines. The chef
0: was from the Philippines. F- Philippines, and, and then the, the other head was of the wait well, Yeah, he was from India. So it's like although f- he lives in Poland.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's just you know people from everywhere, and they're gone for a very extended period of time. But people don't understand the lifestyle, and they have questions. And the cruise director kind of came on the last night and, you know, read off a list of questions that she often gets asked, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the questions was, do you sleep on the ship? And like, so, does the crew sh- sleep on the ship?
0: Yeah. And so she answered, uh, she was joking with the passenger saying, oh no, a helicopter comes every night and takes us to, uh, to shore and we sleep at shore and then we get helicoptered back in in the morning. And then, of course, the following day... Some passengers complained that they could hear the helicopter.
1: (laughs) And the helicopter kept them awake. There's no helicopter.
0: She was messing with them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what kind of, it's like, these questions, it's like, why would you ask that? Of course they sleep on the ship. You're in the middle of the ocean. Yep. What, where would they possibly sleep? Are they going to, you know, jump in and sleep with the dolphins? Yeah. You know, it's like questions like that, that, you know, you, you just, you know, Takes you a second to think: Are they are they messing with me? Or are they really asking this question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's just questions like that. It, it you make makes you realize how much people just don't know about the job and the career path and stuff like that. Um, what else did she th- say?
0: Oh, she had a couple good ones. I can't remember the other ones. That's the one that really stuck with me.
1: Yeah, it's just like you know the you know. Not to call people up, you know, essentially stupidity yeah. of some people. You know, it's like these helicopters don't exist, but you hurt them the next day. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just you know, you're gonna tell people something and they're gonna run with it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: So lots of similarities. Obviously, a cruise ship is gonna be a far grander scale than than an aircraft, and it's not moving nearly as fast. I think ours top speed was twenty one nautical miles an hour, so roughly twenty five miles an hour. Yeah, airplanes fly a bit faster than that. So we'll get from point A to point B a lot quicker. So aircraft is for speed. Cruising is for vacation and luxury.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a different there's different uh reason like points for these. Like obviously mm. cruise ships like i probably 99 percent of people on the cruise ship are on vacation for relaxing like they're you know away from their normal normal lives but on airplanes people are traveling for every reason under the sun you know from moving to funerals to weddings to vacation vacation to business to whatever yeah you know so it's a different clientele for sure um but yeah, the similarities were were like flashing us in the in the face all the yeah. time. We're like, oh my gosh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I think that's gonna pretty much wrap it up for this episode. Just uh, short and sweet, give you some comparison between cruising and uh, flying.
1: Yeah, and if you've ever been on a cruise, uh, let us know if you've thought of anything else that we didn't mention, because that would be interesting to have your takes, because of course, that was my first cruise, so I don't have much to (laughs) compare it to. Um, But yeah, remember that if you are out there flying.
0: Always be nice to your flight attendants.
1: Because they might have to save your butt one day.
0: Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one, Roxy. (laughs)
1: Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvie. Thank you.